0: And welcome to episode 61 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. You got the two best words in sports. Game seven tonight from Houston, Strows, nationals, winner take all. We're gonna break down game seven and talk about a wild game six last night. And then Anthony Davis, he shows out for the Lake Show, dropping 40 points, snaring 20 rebounds, and the Lakers are looking pretty good. All that much more here on episode 61 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the pod wherever you get getting your podcast these days. And then right after the show, head over to YouTube and watch all the clips from today's episode right over on YouTube and give me all your tags right down below in the comments section. But we've got lots to get into, so let's get right into it. Are you ready? Let's get it on. Game 7 is here. The two best words in sports. Game 7 tonight. You got Zach Greinke going against Max Scherzer. Two Cy Young Award winners. They go head-to-head to to decide who's going to win the 2019 World Series. And last night, it was a wild one. The Washington Nationals, they beat the Houston Astros 7-2. And now the road team wins again. I'm telling you, it's the home field disadvantage. The Astros messed up. All those wins of the regular season, well, it's working against them, apparently, because the road team wins again, and it's the first time in any major sport, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, where the away team has won every game in the championship series. So tonight, if the Nationals win, you're going to see a record for no home team winning in the World Series has never happened. History is being made in this year's Fall Classic, and it all got started in in the top of the first inning Justin Verlander winless in the World Series and Anthony Rendon who is the star of the Nationals on offense he singles in a run in the top of the first inning right side base hit here comes Turner good start for the Nationals in game number six right through the wide and right side of the infield, and the Nationals strike first. Now the Astros did a nice job responding in the bottom of the first inning. Jose Altuve, he scores Corey Springer on a sacrifice fly, and then Alex Bregman, he goes deep on Steven Strasburg, making it 2-1 Astros. Series 2 homers, 7 RBIs. Alex Bregman got him again. And then Alex Bregman apologized for his home run trot right after the game. Um, well,
1: I just let um, my emotions get the best of me, um, and um, it's uh, it's not how I was raised to play the game. And um, I, I just let m- my emotions get the best of me, and I'm sorry for for doing that. Um,
0: And I just want to say I have a major issue with Alex Bregman. I have a major issue with the fact that he apologized. Do you, baby. If you want to hold on to that bat, just do it. I'm so sick and tired of all these joy police in Major League Baseball, all these baseball purists that don't want their guys to have any fun out there. Do what feels right. Act on your emotions. And, hey, you want to hold on to that bat, just go ahead and do it. Look. We need robot umpires in Major League Baseball. What we don't need is robot players. I want polarizing players. I want players to show their emotion. Heck, if you want to round first base and play air guitar with that bat, go ahead and do it. Let these guys have some fun. So Alex Bregman, do not apologize to anyone. And then top of the fifth inning, Verlander, he gives up two home runs. First to Adam Eaton that ties it at two, and then Juan Soto. 21 years and four days, he goes deep on Verlander, making it 3-2 Nationals. Juan Soto. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, did he get him. Into the top ten. Now Soto carries his bat down to the first base coach, Tim Bogart. And yes, you saw exactly what Juan Soto did. He held onto that bat on his way to first, just like Alex Bregman. You know they saw what Bregman did, and Soto did the same thing. And here's him talking about it after the game. Since I saw
1: that, that Bregman did in in the first inning,
0: I was like, that looks pretty cool. I want to do (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Andrew,
0: I no, thought no, you now. now, we all know what Soto should have done. He shouldn't have dropped that off at first. He should have rounded second, and he should have hand-delivered that bat right to Alex Bregman at third. That would have been some fireworks. And then you had the Trey Turner call, where Trey Turner gets called out for interference. It was one of the worst calls that I've seen in quite some time. It was just a terrible call by Major League Baseball. He was ruled out, and it was really a potentially game-changing call until Anthony Rendon... He makes up for it on the next at-bat. He goes deep on Brad Peacock, giving the Nationals a 5-2 lead. Ah. Rendon swings and sends a drive to left field. And guess what? That review doesn't matter. A two-run homer for Anthony Rendon. And it's 5 2 Washington. And yes, this Nationals offense, they showed up last night, but last night was about Steven Strasberg, a guy who now has officially lived up to the hype. I don't care what anyone says, that number one pick back in 2010, the LeBron James of Major League Baseball, has arrived. He is an absolute superstar. And last night, Steven Strasburg, eight and a third innings, that was the deepest start by a pitcher facing a World Series elimination. Since Kurt Schilling's complete game for the Phillies back in game five in 1993. This was the Nationals' fifth win started by Strasburg this postseason. That ties him with the most all-time with the Giants' Madison Bumgarner and the Cardinals' Chris Carpenter, the Phillies' Cliff Lee, Cole Hamels, Kurt Schilling back in 2001, and Andy Pettit back in 2000. Now he had seven strikeouts for Steven Strasburg last night. That puts him at 47 for this postseason. That's now second all-time for a single postseason in punchouts behind Kurt Schilling, who had 56 Ks in 2001 steven strasburg you are a baller and i would take him over garrett cole this offseason but as for tonight's game game seven i was right about game one game two game six i'm going with the nationals in game seven in houston i like the nats to shock the baseball world Especially, you got max scherzer i think he's gonna have a signature performance and i don't trust zach Greinke. houston we have a problem And I think this national team, they're a team of destiny and they're going to be your 2019 world champions. Davis. He had himself a game last night for the Los Angeles Lakers dropping 40 points snaring 20 rebounds and he goes 26 for 27 from the charity stripe. The Grizzlies brow down last night to the brow at Staples Center and he made the all-time record said the all-time record for most made free throws for the Los Angeles Lakers, previously held by Dwight Howard, who is leading MVP chance for Anthony Davis at Staples Center. But he was on his game last night. All that work in just three quarters 31 minutes for Anthony Davis. And here's him talking about his performance right after the game. Uh,
1: it's an honor, great company. Um, you know. And to be here, part of this franchise and do something special like that and to be on that list with those, you know, those legends um, means a lot to me. Uh, but what's the more important, I'm happy that we got the win. Um, you know, I say it was a it was a grind in that first half and, um, you know, my teammates trusted me. You know, they just told me to get going and, you know, that's what I try to do and just try to get the line, make, make some shots um, and just try to be, you know, you know, a monster on the glass. You know, um, you know, we... Give up a lot of uh, offensive rebounds, uh, especially in that last game. So I just wanted to make sure they got one shot, you know, and and that was in do the same thing on. The
0: and with that forty-point twenty-rebound game, Anthony Davis joins Laker legends Elgin Baylor, Will Chamberlain, George Mikan, Shaquille O'Neal, and the Cap Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to have accomplished that feat. Elgin Baylor had done it thirty-four times. Will Chamberlain did it five times as a Laker. Hadn't been done since the Diesel did it in 2003 but the concern last night was anthony davis's shoulder his shoulder he was a little banged up he left he went to the locker room here's anthony davis talking about his shoulder during the game
1: i was really just trying to you know figure it all out um you know, it would bother me a lot it was uh, very sore but um i didn't want to come out the game so i just came to the back and you know adjust some things and um Felt good to go back out and I went back out um, in the late in the second. Uh, felt good. You know, did some more stuff at halftime, time and then you know, went out on the third. I uh, was gonna actually just test it out on the third and it felt good.
0: And last night, it was classic Anthony Davis. You know he's one of the best players in the league. It's just the durability concerns. And last night, it was fitting that it was his shoulders because he's going to have to carry this Laker team on his shoulders all season long. LeBron James, he's not a top five player anymore. He's maybe not even a top ten player anymore on most nights, and they're going to need Anthony Davis to put up big numbers all season long. He's averaging 66 games a year in his career. Yes, he's played Seventy-five games a couple of times, but it's those knick-knack injuries—the shoulder, the thumb. Luckily for Laker fans, he hasn't sustained any long-term serious injuries. But here's LeBron James talking about Anthony Davis and the fact that he's just scratching the surface with the Los Angeles Lakers.
1: Um, I don't, I don't even think he's scratched the surface yet. Um, I think we're all still getting comfortable with one another. I think he's still getting comfortable out on the floor. But you know, when he's uh, attacking like that. Um, The guy shoots high in the 80s and 90s from the free throw line. You know, that's easy money for him, and it's it's great for our defense as well. It's great for our team being able to settle a game down like this. So um, he was wonderful tonight, spectacular in all facets, both offensively and defensively, and we needed it.
0: You know. And I love how LeBron was chanting Taco Tuesday with the Laker crowd, but if you heard at the end, he goes, we needed it. Really, LeBron? You needed Anthony Davis to score 40 points and get 20 rebounds to beat the Memphis Grizzlies at home? That should tell you about the depth concerns that LeBron has with his current Laker team and how badly they need Kyle Kuzma to come back and be that third star because Anthony Davis, I'll put him in the top three. I still have Giannis Antetokounmpo ahead of him. I still have Kawhi Leonard ahead of him because those guys have made deep playoff runs Unlike Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, that's going to be uncharted waters. But if you're Anthony Davis, you're officially a Los Angeles Laker. That was his coming out party last night. And if you're Anthony Davis, you just want to have a more efficient game. On the year, he's shooting 43% from the field, 27% from three-point range. And I think Anthony Davis, like LeBron said, is only scratching the surface. But if you look at him so far this season... He's got 25 9 5 in the first game, 21 7 2 against the Jazz, 29 14 3 with three blocks against the Hornets, and last night a monster game 40 20 2 against the Grizzlies. So it's about the durability, and I think the Los Angeles Lakers need to be as careful with Anthony Davis' minutes as they are with LeBron James. LeBron James, he's 34 years old, Anthony Davis only 26 in the prime of his career, but LeBron James is a freak. LeBron James never gets injured despite all those long playoff series, all those finals games. LeBron James is still trucking. Yes, he's lost his step, but Anthony Davis, they cannot afford to have him miss significant time because if they do, they're going to be a 4-5 seed at best in the West. So, And the thing about Anthony Davis, it's not those season-ending injuries. It's injuries that he's playing through. So if you're the Los Angeles Lakers – Take that into consideration. You can ill afford to have a Anthony Davis that's not 100%. You got to rest him when he needs it, or else they're not going to go deep in the playoffs. And we're going to shift gears and talk some NFL. We're going to talk some Baker Mayfield, who gets into another testy exchange with a reporter, and today he was not feeling it at all. Baker Mayfield did not like this question, and he storms right out of the interview. Listen to Baker Mayfield today after practice. ...field goal at the end of the first half. Yes. The two-minute
1: drive. It seemed like there was a lack of urgency there was something going on.
0: There was a penalty, so we were negative yardage. No, but
1: there was a lot of time between
0: snaps. Uh, well, when yes. the penalty happened and we are behind the chains. No, no, no. Stop saying but. I just told you the clock was running and we had a penalty. Do you want to give them the ball back? No, you don't play. You don't know it. That's just plain and simple. Was I happy with the drive? No, we didn't score points. It's the dumbest question you could ask. What? Jesus and then Baker Mayfield responded a couple hours after on Twitter, quote Everybody wants to hear the truth until they actually get it. I am who I am and always have been. Don't call it emotional when it's convenient and then passion when it fits. I care about winning, so yeah, I'm frustrated. If I was to act like that, it's okay to lose, then y'all would say that I've gone complacent. My sense of urgency is at an all-time high, and if I offend anybody along the way, that's too bad. And yes, Baker Mayfield, I've got news for you. You are offending people. You're offending people with your atrocious play this year. You're offending people with your six touchdowns, the to twelve interceptions. You're offending people with your QBR that sits at thirty-nine point two, which is twenty-seventh out of thirty-two for starting quarterbacks right now in the NFL. What happened to the Baker Mayfield that was dangerous? And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. This. What happened to the Baker Mayfield that was shotgunning beers at Indians games? The one that said that the hype is real – Baker Mayfield, you just sit back right now, and you need to collect your thoughts. You need to stop popping off to these reporters and understand that it's your play on the field. Because, hey, if you were winning games, all would be roses with the media, but you're not, and you see what's happening. Now, just take a page out of the GOAT. Tom Brady, I'm going to let you guys sit back and give me the most quotable Tom Brady interview. I'll wait. That's right, because there's really nothing. Tom Brady doesn't really say anything to the media. All he does is give cliche answer after cliche answer and win Super Bowl after Super Bowl. You don't waste that energy on the reporters. You keep that same energy, and you put it on the field, and you win games. And if you're Baker Mayfield, I think that at this point, he's basically a sober Johnny Menzel. Makes all the mistakes, takes all the sacks on the field, and I think that he needs to just keep his mouth shut... And- And stop trying to be the savior of the Cleveland Browns. You're not the savior of the Cleveland Browns. You're not as good as you think you are, and you got to put in that work. I know you have the talent. You can throw a pretty ball. You can fit balls into tight windows. You can escape the pocket. You can still be a top 10 to top 15 quarterback if you just put in the work. Stop all these off-the-field distractions. Stop getting frustrated with the media. Do the work, Baker Mayfield. I don't want to hear from you until you're getting wins for the Cleveland Browns. And before we wrap today, we're going to hit you with the Get More Sports fact of the day. It's not over until it's over. Yogi Berra, who has played in the most World Series games ever, it was Yogi Berra. He played in 75 World Series games, also has the record for most Series 1 with 10, and most World Series appearances with 14 So we got Game 7 tonight, Nationals, Astros. I know you guys will be watching, but that is going to do it for Episode 61 of the Get More Sports Podcast. As always, my name is Doug McCain. You can follow me at... DMAC underscore LA. That's at DMAC underscore LA. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. And then head over to YouTube, watch all of today's clips for exclusive content, and give me all your takes right down below in the comments section. But have a great rest of your day. See you guys Friday, and I'm out.